Welcome to this episode of FEA Today. My name is Matt Costella, Director of the Fundamental Evangelistic Association, headquartered at the Grace Bible Church in Fresno, California. Our hope and prayer is that this brief program will encourage you in the things of the Lord and direct your attention to God's Word as you seek to make sense of the world in which you find yourself today. In this episode of FEA Today, we want to take the time to consider the doctrine of discipleship. What does the Bible say about being a disciple of Jesus Christ? First, we need to back up and understand that all who have believed or trusted in the person and work of Jesus Christ alone for their eternal well-being are justified or declared righteous by God. This is what the Bible teaches over and over again, that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For it is by grace we are saved through faith, not of works. It's not of ourselves. It's not of our works. We can know God and have a personal relationship with him through faith alone in the person and work of Jesus Christ. The Bible explains this over and over again. When someone is trusted in the person and work of Jesus Christ for their eternal well-being, God sees that person in the perfect righteousness of Jesus Christ, and nothing can change that fact. Yet throughout the New Testament, we see that a difference can exist between a Christian, one who is part of the family of God, one who is born again through faith alone. A difference can exist between a a Christian and a disciple indeed, or one who is following Jesus Christ. Examples abound in the New Testament of believers, of Christians, who were walking rather than according to the truth, they were walking according to their own fleshly desires and failing to live as a follower of Jesus Christ. There's a popular notion today in many evangelical circles and even fundamental circles that we cannot divorce one who is saved from a disciple or follower of Jesus Christ. One prominent author and and famous Christian leader today has even said there's no such thing as a lukewarm Christian. Well, we have to understand that the Bible says otherwise. There are individuals that are mentioned throughout Scripture who were in Christ. That is, they were saints, they were believers, but they weren't following the Lord. They were not living as a disciple or a follower of Jesus Christ. Let me just give you a few examples. First of all, we find that many in the church at Corinth were living carnal lives, living according to the flesh, living after the flesh, even though Paul says very clearly they were saints, that is, they were believers, and he says they are in Christ. These individuals were clearly saved. They had trusted in the personal work of Jesus Christ alone for their eternal well-being, but they were living according to the flesh. They were following the dictates of their flesh and the world around them and were carnal as believers. We could look at Jesus' letters to the seven churches. Many of the churches in Asia Minor contained believers. There were believers in these local churches, true believers, yet they were lukewarm. They were following false teaching. They were engaged in behavior that was not, that was not becoming of the gospel of Jesus Christ, and yet they were true believers. We find Demas in 2 Timothy 
chapter 4 and verse 10, where the apostle Paul laments the fact that, that Demas forsook him because he loved the present world. Demas is a believer in Christ, and yet at the same time, he got his focus off of following Jesus Christ, and he got his focus onto himself and the world around him. And of course, we have the Hebrew Christians uh, to whom the book of Hebrews is written, those uh, Jewish Christians, these believers who were not following Christ. They were wanting to go back uh, to uh, legalistic religion, and, and they were not moving forward in the faith rest life in Christ that they needed to be moving in that direction. And so there are many others examples. There are many examples in Scripture of those who were not disciples, that were not following Christ, even though even though they were believers, they were part of the family of God as they were in Christ. All of us who know Jesus Christ should strive to be true followers of Christ. Yet sometimes we too can get caught up in this world with our own feelings, our own priorities, our own agendas, and we can neglect to, as the Apostle John puts it, abide in Christ or truly follow him and walk as a disciple of Jesus Christ. That's what it means to be a disciple. To be a disciple is to follow another. And in the case of Jesus Christ, he's the prime and perfect example to follow in all things. Luke chapter 14 and verse 27, before Jesus ever went to the cross, he talked about discipleship. And, and he says in verse 27, whosoever doth not bear his cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. So I want to consider uh, several marks of a true disciple, not a believer, but a true disciple that should characterize our lives daily. And of course, in all these things, Jesus is the perfect example. First of all, we find that one who is truly a disciple indeed, a follower of Jesus Christ, is one who bears his cross, like the text we just read. Many people have a tendency to believe today that the bearing of the cross involves suffering and shame, and while it may be true that we might be called upon to suffer for the cause of Jesus Christ, I don't think this is what Jesus is talking about here in Luke chapter 14 when he talks about those who bear the cross or bear his cross. In the Roman culture, the one who bore a cross was showing publicly that he or she was submitting to the will of another, submitting in this case to the will of the state of Rome. And we find that Jesus Christ uh, says very clearly, whoever doth not bear his cross and come after me cannot meet my disciples. So first of all, we have to understand that true discipleship involves bearing one's cross. Uh, we must submit to Jesus Christ. We must submit to his will rather than our own will in our lives. In the context of, of Christ, remember, he bore the cross and, and he submitted to, of course, uh, God the Father, but also publicly the Roman government as he was set to be crucified on Calvary's cross. We too today must bear our cross. That is, we must submit to the will of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We also see from Scripture that a disciple is one who continues in the Word, who continues in the Word. And, of course, Jesus mentioned this to, to the individuals in John chapter 8 and verse 31. He talks about the need, if we're disciples indeed, to, to obey his Word and submit to his Word. We can go over to 1 John chapter 2, and the Apostle John writes in verse 3, Hereby we do know that we know him. If we keep his commandments, he that saith, I know him and keepeth not his commandments is a liar and the truth is not in him, but whoso keepeth his word in him, 
Verily is the love of God perfected. Hereby know we that we are in him. We have to understand here that John is not talking about salvation. He's talking in context about one who abides, is abiding in Christ. One who is uh, truly in fellowship with Jesus Christ. It's very important in the first chapter, John talks about the fact that we're going to sin. In fact, we're liars if we say that we don't sin, uh, but we need to deal with that sin. We need to continue in the word and remain in proper fellowship with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Remember, the word, God's word, is the means through which he communicates to us. He reveals his will to us. So as we bear our cross, we must continue in the word. We must be in fellowship with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Another mark of a true disciple is one who bears much fruit. Uh, Jesus talked about this back in John 15, 8. He says, Herein is my Father glorified, that ye bear much fruit, so shall ye be my disciples. Uh, The bearing of fruit coincides with the fulfillment of God's will for our lives. As we're in tune with him, uh, we have a desire to do those things that are pleasing to him, and and fruit is born. We we bear spiritual fruit. We We read of Tabitha in the book of Acts. Uh, chapter 9, as one who was full of, of good works. This individual knew Jesus Christ as Savior. This individual was one who uh, then was a follower of Jesus Christ, and fruit was produced uh, in her life. One who bears much fruit, one who continues in the word, one who bears his cross. We also find from Scripture another mark of a disciple of Christ is one who loves the household of faith, that is, your brothers and sisters in Christ. In John chapter 13, verse 34, Jesus tells his disciples, A new commandment I give unto you, that ye love one another as I have loved you, that ye also love one another. By this shall all men know that ye are my disciples, if ye have love one to another. It's so important that we have a, a love, an agape, a genuine care and concern for our family, our spiritual family, our brothers and sisters in Christ. And again, the Apostle John addresses this in 1 John 2 and verse 6. He that saith he abideth in him, that is one who who claims to be in fellowship, who claims to be a true disciple of Christ, ought himself also to walk even as he walked, that is, even as Christ walked. Brethren, I write no new commandment unto you, but an old commandment, which ye had from the beginning. The old commandment is the word which ye've heard from the beginning. Again, a new commandment I write unto you, which thing is true in him and in you, because the darkness is past and the true light now shineth. Here's the new thing. He that saith he's in the light and hateth his brother is in darkness even until now. He that loveth his brother abideth, there's the fellowship, abideth in the light, and there is none occasion of stumbling in him. But he that hateth his brother is in darkness and walks in darkness. And knoweth not whither he goeth, because that darkness hath blinded his eyes. We need to be individuals who love our brothers and sisters in Christ and show that. And in so doing, we are following Christ. We are exercising a role as a disciple, a follower of Jesus Christ. So we must bear our cross. We must continue in the word. We must bear much fruit and and love the household of faith if we are truly going to claim to be followers of Jesus Christ. Another mark of a true disciple is one who simply obeys Christ, obeys Christ's commands. Uh, We can go to Acts chapter 9, and we read the the account of the conversion of Saul of Tarsus and and, uh, the certain disciple at Damascus, verse 10, named Ananias. 
And we find the Lord coming to Ananias and telling Ananias, arise, go to the street, which is called straight and inquire for Saul of Tarsus. And, 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 and we find Ananias termed a disciple, called a disciple in the word of God as one who immediately obeyed what God told him to do. So Ananias, verse 17, he went his way and entered into the house. He did just what God said. Putting his hands on Saul, said, Brother Saul, the Lord, even Jesus that appealed unto thee in the way as thou camest, hath sent me that thou mightest receive thy sight and be filled with the Holy Ghost. A disciple is one who obeys the Lord. We also see from Scripture that a disciple is one who then testifies of Christ. Because after Saul of Tarsus's conversion and he becomes Paul the Apostle, we find straightway in Acts 9.20, he preached Christ in the synagogues that he is the son of God. A disciple testifies of Christ. If we're followers of Jesus Christ, we are going to testify of Christ. We're going to tell others of him when the opportunity arises, and we are going to unashamedly proclaim the truth uh, to those who need to hear it. We could continue to go on. The Bible tells us in Acts chapter 11, verses 29 and 30, that the disciples, every man according to his ability, determined to send relief unto the brethren which dwelt in Judea, which also they did, and sent it to the elders by the hands of Barnabas and Saul. A disciple, a follower of Christ, is one who's going to be generous in giving according to their ability. A disciple is one who desires to give back to the Lord, who desires to help others who need help. A disciple is also one who might suffer shame for the name of Jesus Christ. In Acts chapter 5, 41 and 42, uh, the, the apostles departed from the presence of the council, rejoicing they were counted worthy to suffer shame for his name. And, and daily in the temple, in every house, they cease not to teach and preach Jesus Christ. A disciple might be called upon to suffer shame for Christ. And that individual, according to 1 Peter 3, will, will do it with rejoicing in the heart. Finally, a true disciple is one who will be clothed with humility. Uh, humble yourselves, First Peter 5, 6 says, under the mighty hand of God that he may exalt you in due time. It's so important that we understand the truth of what it is to be a follower, a disciple. We're not talking about salvation here. Uh, the new life comes by grace through faith alone in the personal work of Jesus Christ. But then once we have this new life in Christ and we are justified, declared righteous, our, our goal is to continue to follow and grow in grace and knowledge, to be true disciples indeed of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And that's what we desire of ourselves and, of course, what we desire for you as well. I thank you for joining us for this episode of FEA Today. Until next time, may the Lord continue to bless you.